the Minnesota Vikings trade down, giving up the 12th overall pick. This may be a likely scenario as these quarterbacks start to climb up the draft board. So as the saying goes, let's meet at the quarterback. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your Packer-phobic host, David Shelsky. You can find me on Twitter, at SkoWorld and at MN Sports Podcast. I have staked my claim as the conscious of Vikings Twitter and Minnesota Vikings Truther on my Facebook page, SkoWorld. And as I promised in my intro, let's meet at the quarterback. By all accounts, there are four quarterbacks that could go in the first round, all being overvalued because of scarcity at the position. I disagree with the overall evaluation of some of these quarterbacks, but I do agree each and every one of them have flaws that are weighing heavily on teams' minds as they decide on the future of the franchise. Let's talk about around six quarterbacks that will go somewhere between round one, round three. We don't know. Teams hold their cards close to their vests and do not want to give up who they're taking in just in case they get overwhelmed by a trade up or a trade down. And the six consensus top six quarterbacks are Matt Corral of Ole Miss, Kenny Pickett of Pittsburgh, Malik Willis of Liberty, Sam Howell of North Carolina, Desmond Ritter of Cincinnati, and Carson Strong of Nevada. Now, in my podcast, I've actually reviewed all these quarterbacks, so I don't like to go into too much depth because I'll be boring myself. Unfortunately, but my main my main issue with today's podcast or YouTube video is that I am not going to I'm not going to center around quarterbacks. I am talking about draft and whether the Vikings are going to do it number 12. And I think it has a lot to do with how many quarterbacks go in the first round or how many how many opportunities the Vikings might have to trade down if for some reason the players they're uh, eyeing aren't there. So I'm going to focus on that. But I think it heavily has to do with how many quarterbacks are taken. There was thought that maybe one, maybe two would go. But the more and more I look at it, there might be four that go. Now, Matt Corral, he is a pretty good all-around quarterback. It's just his size is the issue. He's not that really tall. He's a little over six foot. But he's a good decision maker, mobile, tough, just very, you know, very successful quarterback. Ole Miss, um, there's a lot to like about Matt Corral. Now, I've seen him I at one time listed as my number one quarterback. I just can't tell. Yeah, but he's somewhere between one and four. I don't think he falls below number four quarterback taken. He might be even as high as number one. It just It's so hard to tell in this year's draft. Kenny Pickett, he was like the consensus number one pick until Malik Willis hit the combine. And then everybody started talking about Kenny Pickett's hands being too small. Now, a red flag always happens in a Viking's mind because of Dante Culper, Culpepper and his uh, fumbling issues. And they always blamed it on his hand size. Kenny Pickett's hands are smaller than Dante Culpepper's. So there's a lot of worry about that. However, there's so many good things that he does. His height, he's mobile. Um, accuracy, decision-making. There's a lot of good things about Kenny Pickett. They're just really worried about his hands. My personal worry is that he only did it in one year. He's a one-year wonder. He was super successful as Pitt his last year. 
But prior to that, pretty average. Nothing special. He put it all together in his final year. And now he's, uh, I don't even think he was thought of to be a, a drafted quarterback after his his junior year. So Kenny Pickett put it together, and now he's, I, I see him top three, No lo, again, no lower than top four. He may go one, he may go two, he may go three. I don't know. It's so hard to tell this year. Nobody's talking. It's all speculation. But um, I, I do think uh, he's up there. Malik Willis, uh, everybody's raving about his arm and what he did in the in the um, combine. My, the big worry about him is, I mean, he, he wasn't super productive. His stats don't wow you in college football, and he did it at Liberty. So, I mean, the completion percentage is lower than some of the candidates on this list. Uh He's just super athletic. The big thing about him is his arm. He's super athletic, very shifty, mobile, can run the ball like a running back, and he has outstanding character. He's a very he's a leader. He's got outstanding character, and he, you know, he's grown quite a bit as an athlete and a person in his college years, and it shows. Sam Howell in North Carolina used to be. What would thought of if he went out, he'd be the number one quarterback. Um, I didn't see that. Uh, he does a lot of good things. He is mobile. He's tough. It's like kind of a little bowling ball. He's tough to take down, but he's he's not. He's a little over six foot. He's got a good arm. Not super strong. He uh, makes some. He flattens the ball out instead of drops it in on a lot of occasions. In the video that I saw, but. Productive quarterback. He's he's got a good things going for him. There was talk about he'd be in the number. He would be one of the top quarterbacks taken potentially in the first round. I don't have this in any particular order. Actually, I have it in an order of one of the person's list, but I don't agree with any of this in the order they have it. But Sam Howell, I don't think he's going to be the a day uh, yeah day one draft pick. It'd be day two for sure though. I think uh, Desmond Ritter. This is my darling. He runs a 4.4940. He's 6.4. He's got a great arm. He's pretty accurate. The downside for him, the only thing I really think of when I see him play is he's always in the shotgun and his footwork is he's a little toesy. He's on his toes a lot. Doesn't plant his foot and rip. It might makes him a little late on balls. Um there's some there's there's a lot of things I think they can coach out of him. So I really think Desmond Ritter is my number one. I think he's my number one quarterback, but I don't think he goes number one. Someone's gonna be pretty lucky, get a pick him later in the first round. Um, but he's moving up draft boards. He was a they were talking day three, you know, a third round pick, but he's not going third round, he's not going second, he's going first round. He's an athletic Guy, I think of Kellen Mond, but good. <laughs> well, Kellen, although Kellen Mond is pretty athletic, he had a lot of good tape at uh, Texas A&M. He's not, he's not Desmond Ritter good. He's not Desmond Ritter good. Desmond Ritter is a better athlete, faster, about the same height, but I think uh, he's better. Throws a better ball. Throws a better ball than him. Just got to work on his footwork. 
Um, Kellen Mond has to work on a lot more than just his footwork. Now, the the guy I like, honestly, second, and if the Vikings could somehow get him late and he drops because he's had a knee issue, that is Carson Strong. This guy is Kirk Cousins coming out of college. This guy can make every throw. He's not mobile. He's going to be a pocket passer, but what better to be a backup to Kirk Cousins and the offense designed around him than Carson Strong? And although the Vikings would not, I I just don't see him drafting a quarterback in the first or in the second. But would they take a flyer on a on a Carson Strong in the third? Because I think that's where his value is. I think he's a second round pick, and if he falls to the third round, Vikings can get him. They might do it. Depends on what they get in the first and second round. And especially if they traded back in the first round and got extra picks, I think they would take a chance on a third-round Carson Strong. He really can make every throw. He's that good. He just uh, He's a pocket passer. You're not going to see him running out of the pocket. He's, he's, less, he's less mobile than, than uh, Kirk Cousins is. Kirk Cousins is actually a pretty decent athlete. He's just not shifty. And that's why people knock on him. But he, the uh, Carson Strong's less of an athlete than Kirk Cousins, and that's why he's you know now if uh, let's say the draft re-happened uh, when Kirk Cousins was drafted, he'd probably be the first quarterback taken overall. Just ask any evaluator. He, he's been that successful at quarterback, like it or not. Statistically wise, people would have took Kirk Cousins probably first quarterback overall. Out of that draft, uh, Carson's strong, not as good as Kirk Cousins is. Um, he, he's just not. But his arm talent is there, and he, and I'm talking way too much about quarterbacks. So let's move on. Let's talk about what the what the draft is. Uh, gosh, I can't read this. is so small. But uh, the first uh, pick is Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, they're quarterbacks, and I'm going to talk in quarterback situations because I think quarterbacks in every draft, if there's enough of them, it will it will cause a lot of movement in the first round. And first overall pick is Trevor Lawrence. They're not going quarterback, obviously. They even though Trevor Lawrence didn't play very well, they're not going to go. They put a lot of money into putting good talent around him, so. They're they're banking on Trevor Lawrence. Detroit Lions got Jared Goff. He's got like a huge cap hit for Jared Goff. Um, I think the Lions are not going to take a quarterback here. If anything, I think they probably trade down to try to get more picks. They do have the 32nd overall pick because they got that in their Matt Stafford trade. Unfortunately, <laughs> they make the trade. Rams win the Super Bowl. So that makes the Lions... I keep giggling over this. The Lions get the 32nd overall pick because the Rams did so good. But they may take someone later. Like if they trade down, accumulate some picks, they may I think they may draft a quarterback, but right now I think they're I think right now they're going to get Jared Goff a, a chance and if they accumulate picks, it's for next year when it when it's said that they're going to be even a higher um, or a, a better quarterback class. So I think that's their strategy. I may be wrong, but I don't see Detroit Lions um, drafting the quarterback high. Unfortunately, you know, they may be missing out. We'll see. Time will tell. Houston Texans got Davis Mills. If any team that needs a quarterback, it's these guys. Would they take a 
you know, Malik Willis, third overall. They may. They may have met. Uh, there's talk about Corral going here. I don't know. And I'm not going to pretend to know, but I do believe, check them, they would be a big-time quarterback candidate. New York Jets, Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, they're up for it. They got multiple They got multiple picks in the first round. They got the fourth overall. And uh, where is their second uh, pick? Is in the, ten, the tenth overall. So they may not... They may not take the quarterback here. They may take him in the 10th pick overall. So we'll see there. I don't think they'll take him. There's just too much good, too many good players that are worth it at that spot that they they would do that. Now, could they be flexible? And if their quarterback's there, they might trade up with that 10th pick. That's a more likely scenario. If just the value is not there. New York Giants, Daniel Jones, you know, Matt, or... Kyle Rudolph said he's the best quarterback he ever played with. That's a burn at Kirk Cousins, I guess. I don't know. But it uh, didn't, didn't fare well with Vikings fans. You don't trash your other trash your team. I mean, he did a lot. He actually did a little bit of it uh, when he gets interviewed on the sidelines after practice. And uh, I think I think Kyle Rudolph's still a free agent. Uh, I still love him. He'll be in the ring of honor. Guy, guy could catch. He had just bear paws to catch balls. And he, I, he has a, high, a lot of highlights with the Vikings. Uh, Carolina Panthers, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that they're going for a quarterback here. Uh, they may take the first quarterback overall. Uh, they, they This might be their spot. And who knows, maybe they trade up with either the Texans or Giants or Jets, for that matter. I think if anybody is going to trade up and try to get their quarterback, it's probably the Panthers. Their coach and their GM are both worried about their job, so that's a that means quarterback, I think. Uh, New York Giants pick again. Uh, this is maybe where they uh, take a take a QB. Again, they may trade back, get extra picks. All these teams are having troubles. It would make sense for them to accumulate more picks to build their build their future. Miami did it, and they're ready to go right now, I think. Atlanta Falcons, Marcus Mariota. This is a placeholder. Um, he's a placeholder quarterback. He had talent. He was a high, you know, top five player taken, I think, uh, when he was drafted. He just, uh, you know, he just didn't, didn't put it together. He hasn't put it together. Maybe he's coaching. I don't know. But uh, he's a placeholder for now. Atlanta Falcons are going to be looking to get a quarterback. They may be a, a team that does it right here. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, Drew Locke, another team looking at a quarterback. So there may be <laughs> there may be a lot of trading down on the first round of some of these teams because they don't want to take a quarterback too early. Um but they may all go. There may be three quarterbacks gone by by the time the Vikings pick at twelve. New York Jets again, again. This is where I said they would, if they did take one, they would do it here or maybe even trade up. So here's where all the quarterback needy teams were in this top ten and then top eleven. The Washington Commander, Commanders have Carson Wentz. They may be looking too, but Carson Wentz is a productive quarterback, and if put in the right situation and kept healthy. 
he could he could do it. I mean, he had he had a high touchdown. Or he had a really good touchdown to interception ratio, decent amount of yards. Uh, he just he fell short when the when it was needed, and that's why they got rid of him. But it it was a good move uh, by the Commanders to get Carson Wentz. We'll see. They may be out of the quarterback hunt here, so those maybe they'll have maybe they'll trade out of here because the Vikings are might be looking to trade out just because of what our GM the people perceive our GM to be, and that is the value pick. And if he can get more picks, I think that's what they think the um, he'll do. But at twelve with Kirk Cousins, we're not we're not getting a quarterback here. But let's look what's after us. That's the Houston Texans. They need a quarterback. They got Davis Mills. They have two firsts, a second, two thirds, two fourths, three sixths, and a seventh. I would think if Minnesota's right here and they think the Steelers are going to trade up, I think we're trying to be talking to Houston and we're going to be talking to Pittsburgh. And it depends on what's on the board. We're going to try to get the most out of both these teams. And if we can get a third round pick, maybe even a fourth round pick, maybe a fourth and a later one, so a fourth and a sixth, a fourth and a seventh, I could see the Minnesota Vikings dropping back one spot to Houston if Houston's looking to get their quarterback, if they haven't traded up already. But I see us being able to play uh, Houston off of, uh, off of the Steelers. Now, uh, Baltimore Ravens got Lamar Jackson plus a pretty good backup. Uh, I don't see them doing anything. Now, Philadelphia Eagles got Jalen Hurts. People are down on Hurts, but he's something to he's fun to watch. I honestly fun to watch. I think the Eagle Eagle fans will grow on him, but gosh, they're not they're not they're not happy people. <laughs> They'll they are not happy people. They'll they'll turn on anybody. Those Eagle fans. New Orleans Saints got uh, Jameis Winston. So like Eagles, they got two firsts, a second, two thirds, a fourth, three fifths, a seventh. They got a lot of draft capital uh, capital that they can trade up. Uh, they have the they're, they have the fifteenth pick and they have the eighteenth pick. So they could do some movement if they're wanting to get a quarterback. I don't know what they'll do. A Desmond Ritter, maybe that they they, they they love their um, athletic quarterbacks. New Orleans Saints, Jimmy, uh, Jameis Winston. They have two firsts, a second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So they got some capital here. Their first pick is the 16th pick, and their second pick is the 19th pick. So they got a lot of movement here. Uh, could they trade up? Yeah, they could trade up to us or above us to get a, a quarterback. I, you know, Jalen Hurts, So I mean, he, I give him some time. Let's see what happens. Los Angeles Chargers at 17. That's uh, Justin Her Aber. Yeah, they they think he's the next up and coming of Joe Montana. So I doubt they'll uh, let him go uh, or go after another quarterback. So that's a no-go. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at 18. Uh, New Orleans Saints at 19. Pittsburgh Steelers, they have Mitchell Trubisky and Mason Rudolph. And this is where people have us getting even a first and a third overall pick. A first and a third future pick. 
if we trade down to 20, giving us a chance to um, draft a lot of good players and get extra draft capital and a better quarterback class next year, supposedly. Um, Could it happen? Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of good players here. Now, something I'd like to talk about is, so today I talked about quarterbacks, a little bit about the quarterbacks. Um, that it would go in the, potentially in the first round or second round or third round. Um, I'm going to talk about wideouts that could go in the first round around where the Vikings are picking if they're at 12 or if they drop down as far as 20. I didn't talk about 21 and on. The only one that still needs a quarterback at that point is the Detroit Lions at 32, um, but they already got the second overall pick. So talking about Minnesota wideouts, we have Justin Jefferson. He'll be in year three. And he has he has the ability to get a extension after three years. This is a holdout candidate waiting to happen. And why? I mean, he's great. He's got a good attitude, but he's also a businessman. And he, he right over there at the Cincinnati Bengals is his old quarterback and his and the and Jamar Chase, who probably is one of the might be the best quarterback or best wide receiver in the league, although we think Justin Jefferson is. Jamar Chase could easily break Justin Jefferson's record because he started all his games and crushed it his first year, broke Justin Jefferson's single season game record as a rookie, or single season record as a rookie. And now he has the potential to um, break uh, Justin Jefferson's two year um, record. So Justin Jefferson will be looking for an extension. And right now, the going rate on good wideouts start. On a wide route, wide receiver like Justin Jefferson is $25 million a year starting out, and this will be a year from now. It, it can only go up. Adam Thielen, age-wise, is getting older, obviously, but that's not as huge concern. He can still play. Hopefully he stays healthy. Ankle injury or knee injury, you know, just stay healthy. He could play. But the issue is, is that his cap hits $19.9 million next year. At 2022, it's bad too, but 2023 is $19.9 million. 2024 is $21.6 million. There's an opportunity that we may lose Justin Jefferson because he holds out and we need to trade him to avoid that. I think most likely is we try to extend him, but now we have a quarterback making forty uh, cap at a forty million in twenty twenty three, and got Justin Jefferson making twenty five million. He might not have a big cap at his first year, but that's that's what we're looking at. And then we got Adam Thielen, you know, making you know cap hit at nineteen point nine million. Is he going to be a Viking? KJ Osborne, free agent after twenty twenty three. Amir Smith Marset, free agent after 2024. BC Johnson, free agent after this year. And those are our top five receivers. So it would not be unheard. It would not be crazy that the Vikings draft a quarterback or a, a wide receiver. Would not be crazy. Why? We drafted Randy Moss. We had Jake Reed. We had Chris Carter. Did we need a Randy Moss? No, but he's the best player available. He dropped down to us for some unmistakable reason. Small school, I guess. That's what the maybe the thought was, but the, he got in trouble throughout college, and he's he had to switch to so many different colleges. 
He's supposed to go to Notre Dame. He's supposed to go to Florida State. He ends up in Marshall. So he, he ran into some trouble, and that's what dropped him down. That, the small school, but you could tell he was going to be amazing. Well, Vikings take him. Rest is history. Hall of Fame. Now, so that's why I'm saying is it would not be out of crazy town to draft a wide receiver here. And the first guy that I looked at, you know, in the in this wide receiver class, not that he's the best one, but he's interesting. And that's Drake London. He's a junior, he's 6'4", coming out of USC. Uh, 40 time is a 4.5. I don't know how accurate that is. Uh, his stats, he played eight games, 88 catches, 1,064 yards, and seven TDs. A lot of... A lot of things that have happened um, about some of these players is that they got hurt, so there's questions about them. But productivity, Drake London was amazing. Uh, a lot of the pros, he has elite hands and skills, skills at all levels, so just anywhere on the, anywhere on the field, uh, he can jump up and get the ball. He is an, he's impressive with his leaping ability, uh, 50-50 balls. He just gets them. He just goes up and gets them. He's, a, he's amazing. He has a basketball history, so a lot of, a lot of good uh, experience there. He's been in the slot. He's been outside. I need to increase the size of, of these notes. I do apologize, but um, let me do this. So he uses height, strong hands to win most of 50-50 balls. Experience both outside and inside the slot. Basketball skills add to his superior catch ability. Dominated, dominated NCAA defenses. Size makes him a formal downfield blocker. This guy can block. He's a super willing blocker. Uh, goes down and blocks up. You know, receiver catches a ball in front of him. He tries to run ahead of him and start blocking. He's, he's, he's an all-around player. Um, smart receiver find, finds open spots, and that guy catches with his hands on every ball that I saw. So it's there's a lot to like about Drake London. He just doesn't have elite speed, but he dom he is a mismatch waiting to happen. You put him on the inside, he's just gonna catch the ball over every every nickel corner out there. His cons: he didn't measure up at or he didn't measure at combine, but should at pro day. Um, I don't, I don't have any stats for you on that. Needs work on run blocking. I don't see that. That was a con they said on him. Um, not quick off the line. That could be true. He doesn't got elite speed, but his size wise, he's just, he's just, you know, he's tough. Most experience was in the slot, not outside. I can see why, because they're trying to create a matchup. Now that that's what, that's what I got from it. You know, his, his draft right up. But the video I saw, he just dominated on every play. Uh, Jameson Williams, 6'2", 189 pounds, uh, 4.25, uh, 40 out of, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is uh, Alabama. The stats, 15 games, 79 catches, 1,572 yards, 15 TDs. The downside on him is he just he just had an ACL injury and he's recovering from surgery. He may not he may not be able to start the season. So he may be out half the season. Uh, you don't know, but he would be the number overall number one. He'd be a t I would think just watching his play. 
easily a top 10 pick, if not a top five pick. It, this guy is that good. Catches with his hands. This is this is coming from me. Good separation. Has a second gear and elite speed. You'll see him running down the field really fast. And then having a 10-yard cushion on him. And all of a sudden, he just hits another gear and blows past him for a touchdown on the fly. It just he has a different gear. So he's he's a sight to be seen. Uh dominate NCAA defenses runs after the catch and a big play ability. Uh his size is as con. He's 189 pounds. He's although he's 6'2, he's 189. There are some, you know, concern, you know, if he might get pushed around a bit and that, you know, his physicality isn't there and that he's not a not a super run blocker. But he would be the number one receiver taken if it wasn't for his injury. Now, uh, Garrett Wilson, right now, a lot of people have him going as the number one receiver. Yeah, you know, at Ohio State, six foot, 182 pounds, four, uh, three, seven, 40. His biggest comp would be Stefan Diggs. This guy is Stefan Diggs. If you watch him play, I'm not the only one who saw that, but, and we just watched him play. You'd think it was Stefan Diggs in Ohio State outfit or uniform. Pros is a great route runner. Separation gets it. Uh, good release off the line. Very, very shifty off the line. Uh, run after the catch. Good ball skills. Although he doesn't have elite hands, when he jumps up, he fights for the ball. He may trap against his body, but that guy, that guy tries to get the ball on the 50-50 ball. And uh, it, it shows that he's aggressive in that nature. I think that's a, a Stefan Diggs trait too. Stefan Diggs drops some balls. Um, he lets it get to his body every once in a while. Um, he's not, he doesn't have hands like Thielen did, but he, pretty good. And that's the same for Garrett Wilson. And he has a good football IQ. Uh, Collins, I believe his hands are average and, and had concentration issues on drop balls. Like another reason why I felt he was a little Stefan Diggs-ish. Now, Chris Olave, uh, senior at Ohio State, 6'1", 189 pounds. Uh, blew everybody away by running at 4'2", 6'40". His stats were 11 games, 65 catches, 936 yards, 13 TDs. His pros is that he's elite speed. He's probably the fastest receiver out there. Good route runner. It's it's true. He, he, does, um, he does find himself open, and he has big playability run after the catch. His cons for me, now I've seen video of him catching balls with his hands, but they were like on 10, 15 yard out routes where, where he had to like get his feet down and he was wide open. Now, most of the catches that I've seen, especially in his highlight reels, I there was one highlight reel where maybe they covered 20 plays. He caught one ball with his, you know, his hands right, right and left side by side. In the and catching the ball, the others were basket catches over his shoulder, which is he's pretty good at, and I can understand that he has to be pretty good at that because he's always blowing past the um, the defender and catching it over his shoulder. So that's good. All these things may not happen in the NFL where he's got to catch it with his hands because of tight windows. He's not going to be able to let it go to his body. He's got to come back to the ball or or reach out and get the ball before the defender, because there's going to be a lot tighter windows in the NFL. And that's why I feel he's a, I'm a little down on, 
on Chris Olave. I do see him falling. Um, I think he might be a later pick, except for if there's a team that really, really um, covets speed, uh, kind of like you know Al Davis did. This is the kind of guy Al Davis would want because he's super athletic. He does get open. You know, he can't catch the ball. He just catches it with his body too much. And this boy doesn't block. He does not block. He's he's below average, maybe even negative when it comes to blocking. So don't expect him to be a, a huge blocker. Now, what does this all mean? Why am I talking about wide receivers? It can happen. We, we drafted Randy Moss. I don't see us drafting a, a wide receiver at 12. But if we drop down to 20... I could see it. If all the cornerbacks we were looking at were gone by 12, I could see it. If the top three cornerbacks were gone by 12, I could see us dropping down and thinking offense. And the reason being is because of our situation. And and Kwesi does look forward, you know, and, and, and sees that this might be a depth play because of, you know, we have a strong suit at wide receiver. Well, let's keep it going for many years. This is a situation where – the wide receivers are, you know, crazy good. And uh, if uh, I think it was Jameson Williams drops to us, and even though we have to wait for him to get healthy, that's an amazing receiver. We have an, we'll have two number one receivers, and we can try to keep both Justin Jefferson and Jamin Williams. Oh, sorry, what's his name? Um, Jameson Williams. Now, so that's it for today. Look, look for the Vikings potentially to drop back as far as 20. I don't think very any farther than that. Accumulate picks. Just sh- getting more value. We don't have a fourth-round pick. That kind of hurts. So if we can trade back, accumulate a, a, you know, a few few picks on that second day, uh, that, I, think they, I think they'd do it. And, you know, future picks. You know, these are things that uh, Spielman did. He went overboard with getting so many seventh rounders and stuff like this. But if we could, if we could trade down one spot and grab a third or fourth rounder, why not? So, although I talked about QBs and wide receivers, I'll talk about other positions later. But today, I just wanted to knock these out and and show you that there is an option out there where we can. The value, if the value is the wide receiver, then we should take the wide receiver. If it's a, if it's a Drake London or a Jameis Williams, that would fit great with the Minnesota Vikings. It'd be that third elite receiver. I know people are high on KJ Osborne, but KJ Osborne's a two or a three receiver. He's not. He's not going to be your number one. A Jameson Williams and a and a Drake London can be a number one if for some reason we were to lose Justin Jefferson either in a trade or contract dispute. It It's looming. $25 million a year for a wide receiver is just crazy. Now that's it. I'm David Shelsky. I'm your host of Minnesota Sports Talk. You can follow me on Twitter, at SkullWorld, at MN Sports Podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. 